The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. That's right, folks. It's another episode of the Razzball Fantasy Football Podcast. And today we're going to be talking about must-have playoff defenses. That's right, folks. It's playoff season. Last week we talked about must-have handcuffs. This week we're going to talk about must-have defenses, maybe defenses you can stream. Today's show is really to identify, number one, if you have one of those stud defenses, can you trust them? Can you trust the Patriots for three straight weeks ever against really tough matchups? The second thing we're going to talk about today is the offenses that you want to target and go find defense that are playing certain offenses. And the final thing we're going to talk about are who are those streamer defenses and which two defenses you can combine to make the perfect playoff schedule. Before we do, we want to make sure you follow us across the board at Razzball Fantasy on YouTube. IG and TikTok. And of course, make sure you're going over to Razball.com. That's right, Razball.com with the great tools and resources. The fantasy data tab that has slot versus wide matchups. So fantasy points allowed in the slot and round side for wide receivers. We have adjusted line yards matchup metric for your running backs. We have everything you need to help you win your fantasy league every single week. And of course, every Sunday, we're on for two, three. We don't even know how long we're on sometimes, but every Sunday morning at 8 a.m., PST till kickoff. We talk about your Monday, Sunday live start sit show where we break down your start sitch streamers. We talk about weather updates, key injuries, and everything you need to know before kickoff. But today's show is a must have defenses. So let's start it up right now. All right, folks, once again, I mean, at this point, if you don't know that handsome face, his name is Sky Gawasco. You follow him at Sky Gawasco on Twitter. What's going on, Sky Gawasco? Good evening, everybody. Ready to get into the win and get in scenarios. Talk a little DST. I love that you and I care about DST, man. You love kickers more than anybody else in football. I've always given some rep to the DST. Here's the deal. They get a lot of shade in fantasy circles. But if you play in leagues with DSTs and kickers, they matter more than you want them to. It's yep. very important we give our best shot, and we're going to break that down for you tonight. Yeah, the best part is today we're going to talk a little bit about there's some people that have had stud defenses, like the 49ers, the Eagles, those defenses that you feel comfortable with. Today we're going to just talk through their schedules and got to get a feel. Do we trust them for all three weeks of the playoffs? And then the next phase of our conversation, Sky, is going to be talking through those the offenses we want to target and the streamer defenses that get to face those offenses let's talk first though about the studs and the guys that i identified as stud defenses are the 49ers bills eagles patriots and cowboys you can kind of move them around which way the 49ers might not be number one in scoring but i feel like have the most confidence going into this before i start breaking down their schedule sky any thoughts about these stud defenses do you personally feel all five of these are must starts I do. The one that I'm most nervous about actually is the Buffalo Bills. Uh, okay. They just seem to be the most inconsistent Patriots. We know that Bill's teams, Bill Belichick's teams are going to show up in the playoffs. The Eagles and 49ers have been incredibly stout. And I would argue that, I mean, you have it listed at number five, not necessarily in a particular order, but I would argue that for fantasy football, the best defense actually right now is the Dallas Cowboys. 
um, outside of a glitch against Philadelphia recently, they totally beat up a completely, you know, inept Colts offense, but the Cowboys are very good at pouncing on bad opponents or weekend opponents. And if they can get that during the playoffs, I think they can get nasty, especially at home. So the Cowboys for me are actually the favorite in this five here for me. Well, so the Cowboys the uh, schedule, they have Jacksonville. So let's just do this really quick. A nice speed round. I'm going to give you the weeks 15, 16, and 17 matchup. You tell me if you're in or you're trying to stream, okay? Cowboys, they got Jacksonville in week 15. Absolutely. In. Eagles. Eagles in week 16. Rather not, obviously, but still, you never know. Okay. Uh, week 17 is the Titans. Absolutely. All right, so we'll jump up to the Patriots. The Patriots have the Raiders in week 15. Yeah. I'll take the New England all day. I will say yes to that too. Cincinnati in week 16. Don't love it. Don't love it either. Week 17, Miami. Don't love yeah, it. Yeah, don't don't love that. Don't love it, but don't love it, but divisional games are weird, especially in the playoffs. But I would rather not obviously test that Miami offense right now. Yeah. I, I think another thing we probably should look at. Do you know off the top of your head if it's in Miami or if it's in New England? I could tell you in a second. Keep going. Yeah. All right. So let's talk about the 49. I think the 49ers, in my opinion, are the one team that has a, has been so good, but they're also their schedule. Week 15 against Seattle. I know Seattle's been very good all year, but those division games, especially the NFC West, those can get really tough. I do think that Gino, listen, Kenneth Walker's dealing with an injury. What are your thoughts? Are you going to have him in? I'm going to say in. What's your thoughts about Seattle in week 15? Week 16, the Patriots are hosting the Miami Dolphins. Ooh, Maybe a little snow in Foxborough could yep. slow that track meet down a little bit. Patriots might be a steal that week. For the 49ers, man, I'm going to ride the wave. I mean, the, the Dolphins are on a even field. The Dolphins are arguably, you know, they're a top five offense at least in this league this year. And they Niners got beat on two plays. Other than that, they shut down Tua. Uh, they were number three last week, number two the week before, number six before that. They're finally healthy. Um, I think they can smash on the Seahawks. That's always a brutal game, but the Niners have the number. I think they take care of Washington at home, and I'm not worried about the Raiders. All right, so let's talk. So let's talk about the 49ers. So you're good with their Washington. We're all good. All right, let's talk about the Bills. Miami in Week 15 in or streaming? Again, don't love it. Um, checking real quick. This one is in Buffalo, so it all depends on weather. Chicago. Oh, Bills all day, absolutely. Oh, Justin, here's the problem. Here's the problem. And yeah. we're, you and I can save our hashtag never hashtag always fields. We'll save that for Sunday morning. I'm not going to go there. But if fields doesn't have a 60 yard rushing touchdown, which, of course, he's good for every week, they're not going to be able to throw on them. And the Bills are going to boat race the Bears eventually, especially at home. In my or even on the road, they're going to throw even more, right? So I just don't think the Bears keep up. They don't have the run game. And in that particular game, and look, man, we're talking week 16. The Bills are going to have everything to play for, maybe a number one seed. They're going to be guns ablaze, and I think they can smash the Bears on that game. All right, we'll see. I, I don't know. And the final week is against Cincinnati, which is tough. I don't know if I'm really feeling the Bills that much. It really depends on Novon Miller. As well, what's your thoughts in or out for Buffalo in week 16? Uh, I mean, yeah, again, like some of the – I don't want to cop out, but some of the stuff like four weeks from now, you and I know very well so much can change for better or worse right now. As of – if they were playing this particular week, I wouldn't love Buffalo going up against Cincinnati, but we don't know what's going to happen in a month. As of right now, I would like to have the Buffalo – I would like to have the option, Bob, of, eh, I could sit the Bills instead of like, man, I wish I had the Bills. So if you can get them somehow, obviously you want that. 
Yeah, Eagles are the last one. Chicago, Dallas, and then New Orleans. I think Dallas in Week 16 is probably the one you're looking at. Are you starting them against Dallas in Week 16? Yeah, I'll definitely take them with your Giants this week. I'll take them, obviously, with the Bears, and then, of course, against the Saints as well. My only issue is they're at Dallas. Um, it's also three road games in a row. Uh, they go play your Giants on the road this week. Then they go to Chicago. Then they go to Dallas as well. That's a lot of travel for a team. Um, so don't love it. And again, Dallas at home on that turf indoors where like the weather's not going to be a factor for Philly to take advantage. It's a divisional opponent. I'm not loving that matchup. Yeah, I, I think for me, I'd probably try to pick up one of the streamer defenses as a stash for that week um, and see if I can kind of hit lightning a bottle in that week too and just kind of use the Eagles in week 15 and 17. Let's talk about the offenses to target because I think today is really important to kind of identify the offenses here. Now, I picked five, Sky. Feel free to add whatever. But I added in the Broncos, the Texans, Rams, Colts, and Panthers. Now, I know Baker Mayfield shocked the world last night, but he did play against the Raiders, folks. The Raiders and the Bears' defenses are horrific right now. I'm not overly concerned about I would like to see Baker do it against a good defense, but it was nice to see that he put it together. But these are kind of the five I identified. Is there any additional offenses that you're kind of targeting when you're looking for streamer defenses. Absolutely. Before I get into that, I don't want to digress too much, but did Baker put it together or did the Raiders have a horrendous play call at the end of the game? Van Jefferson beat a dude, happened to catch a difficult pass and Baker gets the win. If he drops that ball or it's PI, we're not talking about any sort of like Baker played a good game. He didn't. He was rusty and he didn't know the playbook. Like I'm not knocking on the guy, but everyone's so hyped because that play happened and it did. They got the win. Great. I know. Not buying Baker Mayfield moving forward. I I think it's sometimes, though, like, in my opinion, that sometimes you just got to go out there and play football. Like, I think sometimes they get caught up in the play, you know, the playoff, the play action pass and all these. Where is this? Where is that? And and the books all in your head. Like, I think Baker just went out there. Like, probably Sean McVay just said, here's the basics, man. Go out there and just play the game like you know how to play the game. And he put it together in the second half, and he actually got them back in the game. So, like. The problem for me with Baker is we've seen this before. It's not like it's Baker hasn't had good games. It's not like Baker hasn't taken a team to the playoffs, but he's not consistent. So exactly. the thing with the Rams, the Rams don't have a line. The Rams don't have skill position players. Let's see when he plays a legit defense, and let's go from there. But I'm still going to target the Rams. I'm not 100%. buying it yet. But I will say, though, they are running the ball a little bit better with Cam Akers. There's some signs that they're try- kind of figuring out the offensive line a little bit. But, man, I'm still trying to go out of my way. But is there another offense you want to highlight before we move on? Yeah, man, I got to pour one out for my boy Marcus. Um, I'm Marcus's biggest fan, Marcus Mariota. And uh, I knew this day would come eventually this year. They got to get Desmond Ritter going down the stretch here. Um, It's unfortunate. I'm a big Marcus guy, but it's due. And the Falcons with a rookie quarterback and little weapons or anything scary in that offense, unfortunately – I think the Falcons yeah. are, are an offense to to target. And you know what? I think a dark horse offense to target, unless your boy Captain Ginge is out of his mind once again. <laughs> but Captain if Andy Dalton isn't playing 2010 Andy Dalton, I don't think the Saints are very aggressive either. I mean, Olave's yeah. amazing, but Kamara's not Kamara. They don't have a tight end. They don't have another option. I mean, Landry's kind of toast, in my opinion. Um the Saints, I don't think, are as scary as, as we think they are, especially on the road outside of that dome. So they're kind of a, a fringe team. You got another 
list here. I'll kind of cheat real quick and just roll through these very quickly. Titans, Packers, Cardinals, Commanders, Bucks, Steelers. All of these are not necessarily like, I want to go up against Tom Brady. Obviously, you don't. I want to go up against Rodgers. Obviously, you don't. It's going to be, are you home or away with your DST? How are they doing on their own injuries? Is Rodgers playing 100%? You know, is Brady got all of his players healthy? Are the commanders able to run the ball a little bit? Do the Steelers have a little bit of steam with Najee healthy? Is this going to be a Derrick Henry game or not? The Cardinals, what is Kyler able to do? So those are kind of fringe teams, but those are teams that if not, if they're not 100%, I'm down to target them because they don't have enough weapons, in my opinion, to like make up for it per se. And I think you could take advantage of some of those teams if they're not on all cylinders. Yeah. All right. So let's get into it. I think really the point I'm trying to bring up why I'm talking about these offenses first is because when you get to streamer defenses, they aren't stud defenses. They're not like defenses that you could rely on. Obviously, if they were every single week, they'd be on rosters already over 50% of rosters. So that's why it's important to identify the good matchups because that's where these kind of fringe mediocre defenses become potentially game or week winning defenses when they have these good matchups. So that's why I wanted to bring it up. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. But let's talk about the playoff streamer defenses and the combos. And this is kind of important, too, because I want everyone to know that it's not going to just be one defense. There's probably not a defense out there that you could scoop up right now that you could start in weeks 15, 16, and 17. It's probably going to take a combination of one or two defenses. So that's really what today's show is about. So there's a couple de- – first off, there's a couple defenses that do have either one or two really good matchups in the playoffs that I just want to run through really quick. The first one's the Kansas City Chiefs. Now, the Chiefs are actually kind of more – over the last few weeks, they've been highly owned. They actually got bumped up a lot. But if the Chiefs are available, they got Houston, but then they had Seattle in week 16, but then they get Denver. So they got two of those really good matchups. So if you could compare the Chiefs with like the Titans, for example, who have Houston in week 16, now you have Houston, Houston, and Denver for your playoff schedules. And, and the Chiefs and the Titans defenses are actually pretty solid. I know the Titans are kind of banged up right now, but hopefully by week 16, maybe that Titans defense is better. So that's one that I really like as a combo there. Those teams are both a little bit higher owned, but I do like that. The Chargers are next, 21% owned. Now the Chargers get Tennessee, who – you know, obviously Derrick Henry is very imposing. But listen, Traylon Burks is out now again. Robert Woods has been, okay. You know, Ryan Tannehill's had his streakiness of up and down a little bit. But if you don't want to start him, you could pair the, the Chargers with, for example, the Packers who get the Rams in week 15 or the Cardinals who get Denver in week 16, uh, 15 because then the Chargers get the Colts in week 16 and the Rams in week 17. So if you could pair the Chargers with the Packers or the Cardinals, who are both well under 50% owned, you might really get a nice combination there. Before I get into a couple other ones, Sky, any thoughts about the Chargers and the Chiefs defenses specifically? Yeah, I like that one. Give me one second. Bob, say something like super intelligent or something. All right, so I'm just going to go to the next team. Cardinals are 16% owned. <laughs> I, I was- <laughs> I love how you have no faith in yourself to just oh, say something intelligent. Just, no, just bail. Uh, um, I'm I'm I, I, I was just I was just checking real quick if we can get a, a homer away on that Green Bay game um, because I love it against the Rams, especially if we're in Lambeau. Obviously, they get an, uh, they get an upgrade there. Yeah, for me, man, I like the Chargers. The Chargers have have preseason for the last the, exactly yeah, it, awesome. the last three seasons. The Chargers 
preseason have been a DST that I've gone after. A lot of people have gone after because the hype and what they're supposed to be has been so great. And then they get injured every single year. The Chiefs, to me, are far and away the best here. And then, honestly, I'm going to take kind of a maybe a dark horse, if you will. I mean, they're higher percentage uh, rostered right now, but I like the Vikings quite a bit, actually. So they've been a little bit hit or miss. They're inconsistent, but I do like the matchups. This week against Detroit, I'll fade. But they're getting a beat-up Colts offense at home, which is not impressive. They're getting a Giants offense, which is still like they're winning games, but they're not imposing against fantasy rosters. And then, of course, then they get maybe Rodgers or the Packers with nothing to play for. The Packers lose another couple. They're out of the playoffs. They might shut them down, shut Rodgers down for the last game of the season. May have you know Jordan Love out there. Um, so the Vikings to me are kind of a sneaker, and I've seen them on a lot of my waivers. So that's a team I'm looking for. I do like the Chargers, but I just yeah. don't know if I can count on them to stay healthy. Yeah, I think the Chargers Vikings might be even a better combination. Like you said, Vikings are 42% owned, but they get the Colts. Giants, Packers, and like Love you just that. said, the Packers at week 17 definitely are probably going to be out, and they probably will have Jordan Love in there. And they're listen, he did look decent. We don't know what to expect from Jordan Love necessarily, but that's something that's kind of interesting. The Vikings schedule, the uh the Rams defense, by the way, for what it's worth, are still decent. They're not, I mean, the Raiders offense is actually was doing pretty good over the last three weeks. They've really shut down Josh Jacobs. He was basically what three yards per carry, whatever you said he was. Not good. They get the Packers, Broncos, Chargers. Not the greatest schedule, but necessarily the Packers, like you said, we're not 100% sure what the deal with them are going to be. You have Denver, which is a great target. And then the Chargers, listen, I I love their skill position players, but their offensive line's banged up now. And hopefully they get those guys back at some point. But Herbert could take a couple hits, throw a couple turnovers. I'm not saying you start the Rams in your championship week, but that's another option too. A couple, one more that I want to talk about too is the Giants. Um, they get the Commanders, the Vikings, and then the Colts. Now, the Commanders and Vikings, I mean, the, the Vikings aren't one that I'm really that excited about, but really Washington, they kind of held that 2020 divisional game, nothing too exciting. Giants can get after the quarterback a little bit. They're not too bad. And then the Colts in week 17, which could be great. I mean, Matt right. Ryan and company. So there is something there, and they're 14% owned. I think personally, when I'm looking at this, The Vikings really stand out to me with that Indianapolis Colts and Giants. The Giants, they seem to be okay in getting things done, but I'm not. I think the problem is that when they face good teams, they kind of get exposed a little bit. So, you know, we saw this with the Dallas Cowboys. I mean, they did get a garbage time touchdown late, but overall, I'm not overexcited. I'm going to give you one more. This is my sleeper defense. This is a really bad call, by the way. I just want to go on record. But I have an interesting one here. Detroit Lions. I was just going to say, please say the Lions. Lions. I literally was going to say that. Right? So you got the Jets, Week 15, Mike White experience, I know. But I'm curious to see what happens when Mike White faces, like, a legit defense. Like, like who the Jets have who this week? Uh, they have so a did division. You, did you just propose? First of all, let's go step by step here. Let's go step by step here. Let's go step by step here. Did you just propose that the Lions are a legitimate defense? Because what you said was... Let's see what yeah. let's see what Mike White does against a legitimate defense. Well, I'm saying this week they get the Bills, right? So the Bills are going to be a nice barometer in of Buffalo. how in Buffalo, right? So we're going to see how good Mike White really is. He's not going to be in a dome in Minnesota. He's not going to be playing against guy, uh, the Chicago Bears. And I mean, listen, the the Bills defense isn't as been, hasn't been as daunting, but they're still a legit defense. So I'm curious to see what Mike White does in that scenario. The reason why I bring up 
the Lions is because, yes, they do have the Jets, but then they have Carolina and Chicago. And I love mm-hmm. Justin Fields. I'm into Justin Fields. I'm always about it. But listen, he has he lost Darnell Mooney. And Komet. we don't know what the Bears could really – did he lose – well, Komet's not out for the year, though. No, no, I'm just saying he's been beat up oh, and not in there, yeah. and you know. Yeah, yeah, but I think by week 17, there's always a, there's always a deeper chance that they shut down Justin Fields, especially with this lingering shoulder issue. And if you got Trevor Simeon back there against a kind of that offense, I'd be into that. So the Lions, though, as a defense, have been pretty solid. I just want to bring them up because they're very like anybody can get them. Um, so over the last last few weeks, here's the scores: right, 11 against Green Bay, 11, 10 against Chicago. 11 points against the Giants, and then five against Buffalo and five against Jacksonville. Not too bad. I mean, it gets five points against Buffalo is actually pretty good. So something worth noting. If you're desperate, if you can't get any of these other defense, maybe you throw them in there. I'm going to expand on this a little bit. Now you got now you got my blood flowing a little bit. So after now the Lions pre they had their bye week in week six. They were horrendous on defense before that, right? Um, zero nine two negative two and two. Okay, points. Now they come back. They play at Dallas. Uh, they were defense nineteen. Dallas's top five offense. They play Miami the next week. They're defense number twenty four. Miami's top five defense or offense. After that, they get Green Bay. They're the number two defense on the week. Then they play the Chicago Bears in Chicago. They're the number five defense on the week. Then they play your Giants in uh, New Jersey. They're the number seven defense on the week. They play Buffalo on Thanksgiving. Great game, shootout, whatever. And they get uh, number 23 and then 19 last week in another shootout with Jacksonville. The trend is when they're playing bad teams, they're able, they're good enough to beat up on bad teams is what this tells me. And I don't like them against Minnesota, obviously. But the Jets, are they really a great team? We'll see. We'll see. But then they get yeah. Carolina and Chicago in your semi and your championship. They already beat up on Chicago once. I'm not scared about Carolina at all. So I like them as a sneak attack championship. I mean, it's crazy to say that. But you play week by week in the playoffs, semi and championship. If you're truly streaming, the Lions should be readily available. Great option. Bob, before we move on, if I could also throw in a not it's not a dark horse. It's some team that's very much, you know, rostered. But I did pick them up this week in a league of my own um, off waivers. So I know they're somewhat available. It's the uh, Baltimore Ravens and they're available ish because they have not been the Baltimore Ravens of old. They're not scary anymore. What they do is they're either a top five defense or they're like a you know bottom 20 defense. But here's what we're looking at. Pittsburgh this week, not worried about Pittsburgh on defense. And those teams always, I mean, the history there is amazing. It's like six to nine type games. Then we got Cleveland, not worried about Deshaun Watson at this point. Then we have Atlanta with no offense and a rookie quarterback. And then we get Pittsburgh again in Baltimore. And depending on depending on Lamar Jackson and how the Ravens play over the next couple of weeks, they could be also going for not only a playoff spot, but like winning the division. So those three games in your playoffs at Cleveland, home against Atlanta, home against Pittsburgh for the Ravens, the Ravens defense can show up any given week. They can get sacks. They can get turnovers. If they're not in boat races, I think they're okay. And none of these teams scare me as far as putting up a bunch of points on the Ravens unless Deshaun yeah. Watson clicks somehow, which I don't, so I don't see happening and I don't see the Pittsburgh Steelers doing it. Certainly not Atlanta. So not readily available per se, but if they're out there, I'm very much attracted and excited about the Baltimore Ravens actually throughout <laughs> the playoffs. He's got a little hot heater right here. I'm, I'm wearing like purple it. tonight on purpose. <laughs> if you it. haven't noticed. So 
some questions and comments. I do want to just kind of put us on the spot here because I omit the Baltimore Ravens, the Chiefs, the Titans. They're Vikings? over. They're over. Cool. They're owned. They're owned in over fifty percent of leagues. So most likely, if you're in a competitive league, you're not going to get those defenses. So let's say you're right now. I would say right now. What is your favorite combo out of all the teams we talked about today? I'm going to give you a second. I'm going to do mine first. My favorite combination, it seems like I want to get my hands on the Minnesota Vikings if I can. I do like the fact that they get the Colts in that first round, especially if I'm an underdog. And I'm like a six seed, and I'm the last team. I would love to have the Vikings because the number one of the things the Vikings can do is get after the quarterback, and the Colts can't protect the quarterback. That could be a fun one. So I like the Vikings going up against the – the Colts and the Giants, and I would like to pair them potentially with the Chargers. Like the Chargers are another team that have a bunch of talent. They're really banged up this week. By the way, the Chargers against Miami, they're going to be less owned after this week. They're going to get boat raced this weekend. And the thing is, too, like the first weekend against Tennessee, I'm not interested in playing them either, but you won't have to with the Vikings um, because then they get the Colts and the Rams. So you get a you get kind of a barometer to see, okay, how do they handle the Titans? Do they give you a couple sacks? You know, do they get healthy around this time? So I'm going to say I'm going to go after the Chargers and Vikings as my duo. What's your thoughts, Scott? Who's your two defenses you want to combine? Boy, I love the Vikings too, but because you already broke them down, let me throw someone else out there. I don't love the Cardinals defense overall, but I do like them against Denver in week 15. And then, Bob, I got to be honest, man, doesn't happen a lot on these shows. You have swayed me full on. I'm like borderline all in on this Detroit Lions thing. Started as a joke. <laughs> the more I look into it, oh, man. No. Oh, week no. 16, week 17 at Carolina, home against Chicago. And we're look, we're talking streamers. If you have a decent defense, don't go benching the Chiefs or somebody for the Lions. Let's not get crazy. But if you're playing clowns anyway, right? Why not get the best clown, you know, out there? That might be the Lions. And yeah. we see it every year in fantasy football, man randos win championships and a dst the difference between like four points and 11 points in a dst matchup is a massive swing against your opponent so take a look at the lions i can't believe i'm saying it and i'll just throw the uh, chart or the uh excuse me cardinals out there um against yeah. denver i just they denver's a mess Cortland sutton is toast russ obviously is a joke right now well, they get Tampa at 16, and they also get the Atlanta Falcons you brought up. we The Desmond Ritter experience will be interesting. Let's say, for example. I love him, do, by the way. Tangent, yeah, but I think that kid's legit long-term. I think the, one of the reasons why the, the Falcons are not really a great defense to, uh, offense to play against is because they run the ball, and they're so conservative. They don't turn the ball over much. Like, Mariota was just kind of like running with himself, very low pass volume. Maybe Ritter opens up the offense a little bit more. Maybe opens up to more sacks more turnovers. We'll see. We're going to know well before week 17. So that's the good news about that one as well. Let's get to a couple questions here. First off, Lynn Dorfins, you sweet boy. We love you to death. A regular on the Sunday live show. He just come and helping us out. He said in New England for that on first fire. question we were talking about. That's why we love you, buddy. Absolutely He's fire. got a question for us too. Talking great timing. Week 15. Lynn Dorfins sounds like a man in the playoffs. So I love to hear playoffs. Um, the playoffs. He's got Aaron's first question he wants to ask, which defense would you prefer in week 15? This is a great question. The philosophy question we're talking about. Arizona at Denver or New England against the Raiders. Sky, over to you. Yeah, I, I, I just gave a shout out to Arizona as a streamer. But if you have again, New England's not really a streamer, right? They're they're widely rostered so i didn't consider them this is exactly what i'm talking about lindorfins i love this arizona i would like otherwise but because new england's on your roster they're stalwarts uh okay 
let's let's think a big picture per usual. Bill Belichick is going up against Josh McDaniels. I know. Let's do some quick math. I'm sorry, folks. How many times over 20 years have we been oh. seeing this where whoever you know flocked the nest in New England comes and plays Bill Belichick, and guess what? They get smacked. I, I'm not worried. I, I know I love Devonta Adams. Carr can move the ball, yada, yada. The Rams are not a good defense right now, and they straight up stunted the offense for the Raiders last night. I, I'm, I'm going to take New England in this game. Um, going across country, I don't care. Bill's going to be up for this one. Bill does not want to lose to Josh McDaniel. I promise you, I'm going to take New England in that game. That's uh, here's my only thing, man. Like, I, you could have a Waller and Renfro could be back. Uh, I'm interested to see what those that guys would change things, I suppose. But as of right now, they're not. There. I just like so Arizona. This is the problem with Arizona, right? They have against San Francisco, they got minus four points. And I know San Francisco is a legit offense at the time and they're doing their thing, but like. So they went through a – it's just like they're very boomer. I feel like if if I – in this moment, this is going to be a hypocritical answer. If I'm the favorite and I feel confident and I just want my defense to get me six points, I'm probably sticking with the Patriots. But if I feel like I need a boom, I'm going to go Arizona because I sure. just feel like Denver, Russell Wilson, that that offense, like I think they can get a – because they have a 17-point week against the uh, Saints, a 14-point week against – the Seattle Seahawks. They've gotten double digits against the Panthers. So they've shown to have those higher upside weeks against bad offenses. So I'm going to go Arizona. I just feel like in that scenario, if I feel like I need to really come back from behind and win this one, I'm going to go Arizona. If I want to be conservative, I'm going to go Patriots. I don't disagree with that. Can I throw a super overthink it scenario at you real quick before we move on to the rest of this question? Sorry. A team in Arizona is at the desert, quote unquote, right? Sea level. They they play in a dome. They play at the desert, whatever. They're going two-mile high stadium, which is already high to play, hard to play on, outdoors in the winter. Do you think, like, just climate stuff adds on in a negative? On, on already, Like, look, the, the Broncos are not a good offense, but the Cardinals aren't, like, a dominant defense either. Feels like kind of – I agree with you. Maybe bigger plays and, and whatever, yeah. but – yeah. That um, well, if this game was in Arizona, it'd be Cardinals no problem for me. But some of that kind of stuff starts trickling in my brain. But what what offense? So let's just flip this another thing too, because some of it is about game flow, right? Do you feel more confident that the Arizona Cardinals offense is going to light up the Denver Broncos defense, or that the Patriots no. offense is going to light up the Raiders? Yes. And I don't so even know I, that the I don't know if the Patriots well, light up anybody, but like I hear what you mean. Yeah. yeah. So I feel like the. That game could get slot. Like I like the idea that the Denver Broncos defense will keep the game from getting out of hand, and I think that's a part reason. Another big part. Yes, Russell Wilson struggled, but another problem is, and this is the problem with the Rams too, because the Rams defense is still good. That's what's really helping us. Because uh, like there isn't going to be like the Rams will never be in a shootout because the Rams defense is legit. They're going to get 17-14. So yeah, so it's like. It's nice. That's the same concept with the Broncos to an extent when they're healthy. Like, I just feel that the Broncos will be able to hold down Kyler Murray. That offense is very hit streaky. We don't know what Hollywood and Hopkins will be just yet. But I just feel like the Broncos defense might be able to keep that game 17-14, 17-13. And, and I'll I'll take that. A couple sacks, maybe a turnover or two. I feel like that's probably – I probably talked myself into the Cardinals there. Uh, let's get to the second part of this question. In week 16 and 17, do you prefer Tampa Bay – at Arizona and Carolina. So Tampa Bay Buccaneers, they're facing the Cardinals and the Panthers, or do you prefer the Chargers who have the Colts and the Rams? This is crazy. Cause like, 
Man, the Bucks are one of the top stud. They're just outside that stud category. But that Chargers play that schedule, like what the fuck? Like yeah. Rams, Rams and 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 Colts? Like, what do you think, Scott? Get weird, Ladorfus. I'm going Cardinals. I'm getting weird. I'm getting weird. I'm getting weird. Chargers, I'm getting weird. I'm getting weird. I'm getting weird. So so I think again, like I'm gonna steal steal your philosophy from the from the previous part of this question <clears throat> i'm gonna go with like the bucks are my patriots this time the bucks are like i think they shut down the cardinals i'm not really worried about it they're not gonna be able to run against them if james connor's out you know i mean nuke's gonna get his but how else are gonna move the ball whatever i like the bucks that first week and i'm not worried about carolina but i think it's a very tempered uh game and maybe the cardinals show up at home and the bucks are in trouble I like the Chargers idea against the Colts that are struggling and the Rams. The, here's the problem, Bob. I think of game script. How do you have a chance to beat the Chargers? You keep Herbert and that offense that should be electric. We're still waiting for it off of the field. How do you do that? You run Jonathan Taylor 30 times. They're not the same offensive line or Jonathan Taylor offense. I get it, but you can still try that way. And the Chargers have been horrendous against the run this year. That's my only issue there. They can run the ball a lot, maybe score a few touchdowns, but slow the game down, less opportunity. And Herbert just straight up doesn't turn the ball over. Like the offense isn't great to give them opportunity. So now worry about that. The Rams, who knows, man? Maybe this Baker thing actually works out over the next couple of weeks. We'll see. So like I lean Chargers for upside and I lean Bucks for like, again, like I'm going to get five, six points, feel good about that. Chargers could be like, if we beat up on the Colts and we beat up on the Rams, that could could be a nice ceiling. And this is going to be a cop-out answer, but I think too, I think I'd rather stash the Bucks right now and see what the Chargers do over the next two weeks. Like they're going to get torched against Miami, but the Titans game will be a barometer. Like if, because Derrick Henry is the exact thing we're going to talk about right now. Exactly. If they could slow nice. down Derrick Henry in week four, 15, then I'm like all in on it. So I might even say I'll stat, I'll see what they do. And then I know by that time, the play, the pool will be a lot smaller. There'll be four teams left in the playoffs. Those are the four teams going to get waivers if you're in a legit league. So that's how I feel about that. Um, uh, so, yeah, so this is just is what we're talking about here. This is Lindorf. This is exactly why we're doing the show. We love it, man. We appreciate it. But he's been riding New England all year. Terrified week 16, 17. We all are. Let's get to one uh, question. Just pick up Mike. the Lions and not worry about it. Jeez, Lions, man. What's, baby. What's the problem? Just pick up the if, Lions. If the li- all right. We got to track this. <laughs> By the end of the year, the Lions defense helps people. <gasps> they get like, if they finish as a top 10 to 12 defense. I'm buying a Hutchinson jersey. I'll tell you right now. If they do well, that, I'm, I'm absolutely repping. All right, so we have a question from Mike. Mike, we appreciate you joining hey, the Mike, show, Mike, thanks for hanging out with Mike us. Mike asked, the original question was, he asked, should I trade A.J. Brown and Kenneth Walker for Tyree Kill? Um, and so his my team would be Lamar and Goff. I'm assuming it's one QB. And then it'd be JT, ETN, and uh, Justin, Justin Jefferson, Jefferson. Tyreek. So really he's trading away – Brown and maybe I guess Walker's his flex guy, right? So I mean, the thing here I would say here, Mike, is that I would like to know if it's two wide receivers, two running backs, and a flex. Because right now you're saying I'm gonna start. Yeah, but that's his bench. So Pacheco, Burst, J. Will. Yeah. yeah, I just I hear you. I think at this point in the season, it's about just quality, not and then getting your handcuffs. Like we, did. by the way, go check out the last week's episode. We broke down wide receiver and tight end handcuffs because Sky and I are psychopaths. But anyway. <laughs> Uh, so nothing so gets Lamar, me going to fantasy like backup tight ends and DSTs, Bob. You oh, know what I mean? Baby. Just, 
Oh, yeah. Things were getting hot bothered last week. That's why I got so many views, baby. All right. So we have JTETN. Uh, let's say, Jared, let's say, for example, let's say it's two running backs, two wide receivers, and a flex. That means you're going to be flexing Christian Watson instead of having Kenneth Walker. Now, Walker's injury doesn't sound that serious. Um, and the, by the way, the Seahawks are right in the mix. It's not like they're going to shut down Walker because they're out of it. So I think by the time the playoffs come around, Walker will be back. So would you rather have Christian Watson and Tyree Kill? That's how you have to view this question, right? Would you rather flex Christian Watson, Pacheco, Burks, uh, Jamison uh, Williams, or it could be Jamal, but Jamal's been doing really good. Or would you rather have Walker and A.J. Brown? Yeah, this is uh this is big time, but I gotta be honest, man. Here's how I'm gonna think about that. Here's how I would think about this is if this is my roster. AJ Brown on your team, in my opinion, is your wide receiver two right now behind Justin Jefferson, right? So let's go one for one. You get Tyreek for AJ Brown, fine. But then you throw in Kenneth Walker. Kenneth Walker, right now, a little bit beat up. He's probably your running back three, maybe a flex currently. So, in my opinion, I like the flip here because your team is already set up with some big booms and Tyreek obviously is that player that can put you over the top. If Justin Jefferson and Tyreek Hill go off in the same week, which is highly probable you're, you're, you're going to win that week. Most likely unless your entire rest of your team shuts it down. I like that upside. You have Jonathan Taylor. Who's not Jonathan Taylor, but he has the ability to pop off. ETN's getting more healthy. He's got the checkdowns. Lawrence is not as hurt as he looked like he was going to be. So he'll be healthy moving forward as well. I like watching there. Also, like we're not talking about your bench and Burks is out. I know Jamison Williams, we haven't seen yet, but Pacheco for me too, is a nice kind of sub in that can be maybe 60, 70% of Kenneth Walker uh, with that Chiefs offense. So I personally am good with it. Um, and I like the golf. I like golf with Lamar because Mars not healthy and golf's been going off. So um, I personally, if this is my team heading down the playoffs now, we need to know your record. Maybe if you're trying to like, make the playoffs and get in, maybe you want to be more safe, but if you're already in and you're looking for like a run, I would just get Tyreek and, and shoot for the stars in my opinion. So AJ Brown's got Chicago, Dallas, and new Orleans in the playoffs. Now Chicago slam. I mean, you might be the wide receiver one on the week in that game, uh, with how bad Chicago was banged up and all that Dallas. He already played them once this year, had five for 67 and one on eight targets. Dallas, by the way, just lost one of their outside guys. Trayvon Diggs could shadow him potentially. And but with Smith on the other side, they might just keep Diggs on one side. We don't know. New Orleans has been bad, but they've been beat up, but they're also out of it. So do they bring back Marshawn Lattimore uh, potentially? I, I don't know. The thing with CJ the, Garner Johnson's been solid too, though. Yeah, but CJ. Gardner Johnson is now on the Eagles, isn't he? Did he leave? I thought he was in the Saints too. No, I, he's I'm on the Eagles. You're right. You're right. You're right. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. I'm not bad. I traded. So yeah, he has been solved, but he's on his own team. All right. So um, <laughs> let's go. Tyree Kill. He's got you have to talk. He's got Buffalo, which isn't the same defense against the pass. They they really Tredavious White is is finally getting back, but he's nowhere near hundred percent. Bills aren't a scary defense, and they got the Packers. Yeah, it doesn't really matter, know. bro. The Niners are the best that. defense in the league, and Tyreek got loose for one. That's all it takes. Yeah, I get it. I get it. I know. I know. I just think my, my problem is, though, is we, we're kind of acting like Walker is on the same footing as Watson and Burks and Jay he, Williams. He's making a run, dude. I mean, he Mike might even have like a buy opportunity. For me, this is I'm, – I'm talking about it too much. I would go Tyreek. I yeah, would I'm gonna go, go. shoot for the stars. 
Yeah, you got I, Justin Jefferson. If those guys go off at the same time, man, you're you're going to be smashing. That's me. Yeah, Walker's got San Francisco, Kansas City, the Jets. Um, Not going to do anything against San Francisco. Kansas City could get boat raced, and then it's going to be a it's going to be a, a running gun with uh, Gino. I'm into it, man. I would go Tyree yeah, first. I'm going to stick with AJ Brown and Kenneth Walker. I, I don't know. Okay. I, it's not, it doesn't, I'm not wowed by it. Like I'm okay with it. If you do it, I'm not going to say you did it, made the wrong move. I'm just, I don't know. Cause like right now, AJ Brown just had 27 points in the game. So if you talk about upside, he, he's got boom weeks too in him. So mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know. I think the other problem here too is Miami's defense is trash. They're getting, they're banged up. They're getting, they're not stopping anybody. The Eagles defense is one of the best defenses in football. So there you go. Maybe you lean Tyree kill. Cause those games have more chances for upside than a very good Eagles defense. And plus with Jalen Hurts and Miles Sanders, the way they run the football, maybe it, maybe I just answered the question for you. Go Tyreek Hill, folks. All right, that's all we got today, folks. Once again, this was the playoff preview segment for must-have defenses for your fantasy football playoff run. Make sure you're following us across the board at Rasball Fantasy on YouTube, IG, and TikTok. Make sure you head over to Rasball.com. We're doing great articles, not only from myself, Sky Gawasco. We have a great group of teams breaking down everything you need for the fantasy season. Of course, make sure you check out the tools over on Rasball.com. Fantasy points allowed, slot versus wide, adjusted line yards, rest of season rankings, player usage data, whatever you need to help start your lineups, we have it on Rasball.com. And of course, make sure you're hopping over to Rasball Fantasy YouTube channel to talk a little bit about start sits every Sunday live. Me and Sky, Derek, Gladys, Matt, we have a crew of people on the show to answer all your start sit questions. So please join us. Live every Sunday from 8 a.m. to 10 a.m. Right before kickoff, PST, folks, will be there for you. Once again, I'm your host, Bobby Lamarck. You can follow me at Bobby Lamarck on Twitter. I want to thank my co-host for today, at Sky Gawasco. You can follow him at Sky Gawasco on Twitter. We are out of here.